Here's your Marshall's Marine Fishing Report with Pro Captain E on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Brought to you by Marshall's Marine. And joining us live on the air is Captain E, the uh, team pro captain. Good morning, Captain E. Good morning, Liz and, and Nick, my who I left hanging at the altar two weeks ago. <laughs> you did. You left me standing on the dock with my pants and a... Never mind. Yeah, and I got in trouble for oh, that, too, by the way. I'm so sorry, my friend. I'll tell you what. He's I, like, you I, didn't confirm. Was, you didn't set it up. You left me hanging. Oh man, I felt bad. Oh, I, I felt I felt terrible too, and and I'll tell you though, I I do I, I do want to share my trip, and that's part of my part of my uh, report. And, I and see talk the this video. Morning. I'm watching this video of the Panopolis locks. Yep, and and I was told by the lock master to make sure that I referred to it as a lock because it is only one lock. Oh, because um, every every. <laughs> I know, and every everybody says, you know, the locks. We're going through the locks, uh, and in my mind, you're talking about the two doors that open. So you got one lock that opens to go down, and one lock that opens to go up. But actually, in essence, the uh, general area that you get into to raise and lower from the water level, which is 75 feet, by the way. Wow. Um, is 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 called a lock and i'll tell you it is a trip that i've talked about for years i have heard about it for years and when the kids had that extra fall break in georgetown county we decided to go down and see my friends at hills landing up on the diversion canal at sandy a beautiful place it's an hour and 30 minutes from the grand strand to get to but we took off and and took the boat across lake moultrie and it was such a simple process. Um, you download a number, uh, Panopolis lock number. It's a, a, a toll-free number. You call it. Gentleman answers the phone. You let him know your intentions, that you're going down, or if you're coming back and going up. Um, he'll let you know how long it'll be. He'll fill it up, um, open up the gate. You pull in, and you tie off on the dock, and then get back in the boat. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, in the video, you'll see exactly, but 75 foot is overwhelming when you start thinking about it. I mean, there was a lot of anxiety on my boat. We, we kept envisioning those doors opening early and, you know, giving away. And But it is incredible. And then to get down on the Cooper River is beautiful. But to think that that lock was built in 1940s, uh, it, it's just incredible what we were able to do. And, and something that was designed to open commercial commerce, you know, obviously through from the lake down to uh, Charleston. But unfortunately, it has been used pretty much just for commer uh, recreational use. And, you know, we met a group of uh, jet skiers when we came out that had been down to Charleston for the weekend mm -hmm. on a trip and were coming back up to the lake. Um, it, it's just, it, it really is, uh, the kids just loved it. And, you know, we used our sonar. We put our sonar on in the boat just to see what was under us and to watch the depth drop. But the amount of fish that were in there were incredible. Oh. But if you can't fish in it. <laughs> you can't fish in it. But obviously, those fish enjoy coming in there and getting a trip down to the river, too. Um, <laughs> but it really is. It, it really is a, a cool trip. I'm glad we did it. There's a great little restaurant 
um, in Monk's Corner called Gilligan's Island. It's right there on the Tailrace Canal, which is where you come out. Um, and we went and had lunch there. After driving through the rice fields, you know, we think we do have beautiful rice fields up here on the PD, on the Black River, uh, on the Waccamaw. We have beautiful rice fields up here, but down there it's just different. I don't mm. know. The Cooper wow. River is completely different because the river actually runs through some of the rice fields. And so we, we did. We had a great time. It was a great trip, and um, it was not near long enough. But unfortunately, it cost me joining y'all two weeks ago. and. You know, Nick and I were talking earlier when we were setting this up about this giant bonnet head shark that is all over the news. What is this about? Um, I miss this because I was in Florida. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like, what is it about? We catch them all the time. I mean, they're like one and a half to two and a half foot long. They're they're like harmless. Oh, okay. Um, and, and and they t- and they taste pretty good. Um, do they, they? They really do. They taste pretty good. Oh yes. Um, they 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 eat crustaceans, um, crabs. Uh, and that's what if you want to target them, you target them with crabs. But uh, they're they're common. They're not rare in the least bit. Uh, they like I said, they 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 actually have they they're actually pretty good table fare. Um, they're a good bite, you know, if you're having a slow day. But I tell you what, this time of the year, it's the fall. Hey, Cap- Captain E, real quick, it. the the one that the guy had that was like on a loop, it seemed like on the news, I just want to ask, was like about two and a half feet long, and he said it took about 20 minutes to pull him in. He said what you said, a good fight. Is that common for that size? Because that's one of the questions we got on in the uh, Showtime Autoglass text that, line. That, all right, so that is pretty common. I'll okay. tell you, I think if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong here, but the state record is somewhere, I think, in the 12 to 15-pound range. Um, I've, I've had friends that, that talk about eating the state record, not thinking about it, um, but th- that is pretty common. That that size, you know, two and two foot to two and a half foot, I mean, they. I think that's about full maturity for them. So, and again, don't, I'm, I'm not a biologist, but so this I feel guy like was I know, I, surf casting. Wow. Right. You'll catch him in the surf. Yep. Oh, okay. And, That's a little scary. And a lot of times, a lot of times in June in particular, uh-huh. we'll catch what we think are juvenile or, or bonnet heads in the inlet. And actually they are juvenile hammerheads. Um, they are actually hammerheads, and obviously uh, the eyes are the different. Um, the eyes will be on the outside of the. Um, I can't remember what the term is for that. I'm, I'm killing myself because I, I did know it. Um, their head, but there's a name for it on on the hammerhead family. Um, the eyes would be on the outside for the hammerhead, and it would be somewhat towards the front on the bonnet head. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit there's a little bit difference, but we do catch them in June when the hammerheads have come in and laid eggs, and the juvenile sharks come in to protect themselves um, in the backwaters. You will catch juvenile uh, hammerheads, juvenile black tips, juvenile spinner sharks um, back in the creeks, but they are easily confused with the bonnethead. And so- the bonnethead are, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I mean, great catch and and and. Everything else, but I just can't imagine. I mean, I've got buddies that catch eight to twelve foot sharks, you know, on a weekly basis, and right within—I think we talked about this—within two miles of the beach, and 
those don't ever get to make the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's all about the video and what get goes viral. That's you know, that's social media. Oh yeah, for you. you know. You know, I mean if we got Nick to run around the studio naked, I promise you it would go viral. <laughs> or or if I did or actually someone would actually dog. catch a virus. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. That's funny. Wow, you're terrible. But I tell you, it is it is fall and I'm sitting here at the uh, I'm sitting here at my normal studio that I join y'all at the Merle Zimmett public landing. And I'm watching boat after boat after yeah. boat put in, no matter if it's 49 degrees or not, um, <laughs> to go enjoy. They're, they're, everything's going on right now. You've got the, the great run of spots, which are, um, you know, something in the half pound to, I mean, the biggest is going to be around three quarters of a pound fish that so many people choose to fish for this time of the year. This is the only time of the year they typically school and come through. And a lot of people come down and, and, and visit the Grand Strand, and you'll get boats down here that'll actually have trees growing in them because they haven't used them since last year to go target spots. Um, you'll see people towing each other away from the dock to go fishing. Um, it, it is uh, quite the, it's quite the experience to come sit at the seawall here and, and watch <laughs> them go and, and go and come back. But I went out Sunday for a little while with the kids. And um, we caught an inshore slam, which was trout, flounder, and redfish. Um, there's just so much going on. And with the weather, Nick mentioned the weather, with the weather that we've got for the next five to six days and even further out, I think, um, it, it could be, we, we could be looking at some just incredible fishing, not only this week, but with this water temperature stabilizing over the next four to five days. Our fall fishing should probably, unless we get something crazy, our fall fishing is going to be extended out. I mean, we dealt with it in the spring uh, where we had an extended spring fishery. We're going to deal with it, I think, in the fall now. I think our fall fishing is going to extend out. We've got Spanish mackerel on the beach right now that you can't, you can't get away from them. There's so many of them. And if somebody really wants to go have a lot of fun right now, you can head out there with a jig fish or clark spoon or anything look for the first two birds you see diving go near them and start trolling or casting and and it is exciting you're going to have a blast now liz i sent you a couple pictures i did i was going to really, ask you about that uh, that is scotty Hopkinson mcclure he is my fishing partner on king trilogy and marshall's marine and we're fishing in the big king mackerel tournament out of edisto called the south carolina fall classic we actually are leading the youth angler mcclure with that fish we are second place overall in the tournament for biggest fish with that fish and we are leading the small boat division because we took my small key west from marshall's and entered this tournament nice. my little bay boat and fishing against the big boys and uh we did really good and we caught that within eyesight of Surfside Pier. And actually, honestly, we caught that thing within casting distance wow. of Surfside Pier, trolling. Um, you know, the, you know the Surfside Pier, the one that's supposed to have been open for um, yes. six months? <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. It'll be opening in nine months, I heard. But um, uh, we did, we caught that right there. And that is happening right on the beach right now. But again, you get back in the creeks right now, Little River here, Georgetown, Midway Inlet, Pauly's Island. 
you can have a great time right now. How heavy and, is and that I'll fish? You, is that a king mackerel? That is a king mackerel. The first one of McClure holding it. Yeah. That fish was 39, 39.6 pounds when he, we weighed it. He's holding um, it like a guitar in one picture. <laughs> I see that. Cool. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> so so we got him to do that because, you know, we, we've caught quite a few big king mackerel this year in tournaments. And that is, without a doubt, the widest, the biggest girth that we had on any of our fish. We honestly thought that fish was going to go close to 45 up in poundage we we really did we were we were i mean i was sending the picture to a couple select people and i was like what do you think and 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 we had quite a few that thought that possibly definitely going to be over 40 and and might be touching the higher side of that but as it turned out it was three inches shorter than our 42 pounder and even with that extra girth it had it wasn't enough to put it in the 40s but it was a huge fish, and he was holding it that way to show how how big that girth was. Um, but it was it turned out to be a funny picture, a great picture. It does look like he's playing a guitar. Um, but we we we've got three days left in that tournament. It's actually um, twenty eight days long, and you get to pick two days. So with the small boat like us, we we were we we were blessed and able to just pick two of the best days that we felt. Fishing wise and weather wise, as far as you know, comfort that we were going to enjoy it, and it just happened to be last week. And I don't want to mention that the second day we had a bigger fish on and lost it, but we had a bigger <laughs> fish on the second day wow. and lost it. And it's okay because we again we've had such a great year with with all of our tournaments. We're 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 blessed. We're leaving in November, the last week of November, to fish the national championships. For SKA, we uh, finished second in our division of 68 teams, and uh, we'll be going up there to fish for a lot of money in Moorhead, North Carolina. And uh, we're looking looking forward to that and taking McClure up there. But it's fun to have McClure. He's 15. This is last year of being eligible for youth, and uh, he has won a lot of youth prizes this year, and and uh, he's learning a lot. So we've uh, we've been blessed at Scotty. Uh, from down at Marshall's, trusts us with him, and uh, he is also Mr. Stewart's grandson. But uh, it, it, we've been blessed, and and want to thank all the guys at Marshall's. I had a live well issue right before we went fishing, and uh, dropped it off down there. And Scotty and the boys switched out our live well pump and got us going. So those guys are ready to serve you and keep you straight. And I'll tell you, they are, if anybody was looking to upgrade to a bigger boat. In the showroom down there, they have a traded, they have a boat that was traded in, and I'm going to tell you, it is a deal. Mm. If you go down, go look for the 29 foot Cobia that is in the in the in the showroom. Go check that boat out and look at the price on it. I'm not going to give the price out over over the air, but the price is very fair. Um, in this market right now, is extremely fair, but the boat is in excellent shape. Oh, hey, um, hey, you uh, can't find. Yep, go ahead. No, I was say, uh, you know the old saying, you can tune a fish. No, you can't tune a fish, but you can tune a piano. <laughs> You're right. For your Marshall's You're right. Marine flying fish guitar. Hey, we do. We, <laughs> we have we have a question for you on the uh, Showtime Autoglass text line, and this is right up your alley, if you will, uh, from Jeremy. I've got yep. family in town and fishing all week. What's currently running and biting in the inlet, and what's the best bait to catch them with? 
All they were catching was right. lizard fish and puffer fish. <laughs> uh oh. All right. Well, Jeremy, first and foremost, any live bait, shrimp, mullet, or mud minnows. First and foremost is what I would try to use as much as you can. I don't know what kind of live well situation or bait bucket you have, access to water to keep it alive. Live bait is going to eliminate a lot of those puffer fish and lizard fish right now. Um, but flounder is really biting good. And, and again, I don't know if Jeremy has a boat, so I, I'm going to go with the fact that he's maybe fishing from a dock. But I would say high tide, falling water, first couple hours, get out with live bait, try to catch flounder, um, get out with live shrimp, see if you can find a trout or a redfish. Um, if you've got dead bait, if that's all you've got, dead shrimp, fish it close to the dock. You'll find some redfish that are moving along the uh, moving along through the docks there. Some black drum, um, but you know, right now you should you've got your best chance of catching anything good in the inlet. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing: if you're here and you feel like walking a little bit, don't ride out Garden City. Go down to just before the gate, the last parking area down there. I think it's Pompano. Park right there. Get out. Walk out on the beach. Fish along every growing as you walk south. You'll go out to the jetty and fish all around that jetty right there. There are so many redfish out there right now. It's just crazy. I mean, they're all 13 to 16 inches right up there in that corner. But a lot of fun, a lot of fight. And, uh, hey, you can get plenty 15 inches. Remember, it's two fish per person. But uh, you can get you some good eats out of that as well. But, they're, you know, it, again, if... if if you only gave me one month of the year to fish, I'll just tell you it would always be October every year, no matter what. I I would trade the other eleven months just to know that I could fish all I wanted to in October. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you, Captain E, and uh, sharing all that insight and fun, and it makes us all want to go out and fish. So, uh, if you want to find out uh, how you can get a boat. Go over to Marshall's Marine, two locations, one in uh, Georgetown, one in Lake City, nine indoor showrooms. It's always a boat show at Marshall's Marine. Every Thanks. day. <laughs> Thanks, every, Captain Every D. day. <laughs> we'll talk right, to you in a couple of weeks. Care. Be safe.